With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Tropical Storm Elsa is lashing parts of Florida's Gulf Coast with high winds and bands of heavy rain as it draws closer to landfall expected north of Tampa around mid-morning. National Hurricane Center Director Ken Graham says the expected path of the storm has it bumping along just off Florida's west coast into Wednesday morning, bringing high winds, storm surge, and heavy rain to the more than 3 million people in the Tampa Bay area. The Tampa Bay metro area, Ruskin, um, you start getting really uh, uh, really close to these areas, St. Pete. The storm is expected to come ashore north of the bay, then move from the southwest to the northeast across the state into coastal Georgia uh, later tomorrow afternoon, overnight through Georgia, and then by 2 p.m. on Thursday, we're up there in North Carolina. I'm Tim McGuire. And the storm isn't making life any easier for search and rescue crews still working in the debris of the collapsed condo tower in Surfside. The death toll, 39, 109 people missing. The bodies of more than a dozen people have been recovered from the wreckage of a plane. It crashed yesterday in the far eastern region of Russia. The plane went down in bad weather. It was coming in for a landing at the time. 28 people on board. Also at SRNNews.com, President Biden will visit Illinois today, making a pitch for spending priorities not included in the huge bipartisan infrastructure deal. The president is still on board with that $1 trillion bipartisan deal, but he's also working with Democrats in Congress to pass a broader package that covers education, child care, and climate. He'll be at a community college in Crystal Lake today for his first visit to Illinois since taking office. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures in positive territory. Right now, Dow futures are up 41 points. NASDAQ futures 61 points higher. This is SRN News. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Jacksonville's only morning local political talk show, The Ed Dean Radio Show. News, opinion, and your chance to call in with your opinion. Weekdays, 6 till 9 a.m. on AM 600 WBOB. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Mayor of Jacksonville urging citizens to pay attention and be prepared as Elsa approaches. Ball County Public School campuses, city-run pools, and summer camps will be closed on Wednesday. The mayor had city workers out clearing drainage ditches to help with any potential flooding after heavy rains ahead of Elsa. We have allocated the manpower to go out and do what needs to be done. Anytime you're facing a weather event or a natural event, uh, there are things that happen that infrastructure just can't handle. Jacksonville International will remain open as long as flights are still operational. Customers do need to reach out to their individual airline to see if their flight is delayed or canceled due to weather conditions. Elsa moving overnight parallel with the Gulf Coast of Florida. Heavy rains, gusty winds, and a threat of isolated tornadoes spinning up to the east of center. That does include Jacksonville. On Tuesday, 15 people had to be rescued from rising waters in Key West. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Good morning. Tropical storm conditions likely today and windy with the high of 81. This evening, more tropical storm conditions and an overnight low of 74. Right now, it is 76 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. As Tropical Storm Elsa makes its way into the state, northeast Florida and Georgia can expect storm flooding, heavy rain, and isolated tornadoes. 
An ABC News Washington Post poll finds most voters see crime as a serious problem in the U.S. and don't approve of how President Biden is handling it. And the Biden White House is backing away from mass vaccinations and instead plans on promoting vaccines by going door to door. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Hey, Roger, can we get the phone number of every employee of the whole radio stations here? Because we need them on alert because of a <laughs> tropical storm. I mean, me and Roger are having a blast. I mean, I'm watching the news. They've got 20 reporters all ready to go this morning. <laughs> Think about it. They've got to do that because they don't know, you know, how exactly. We know. Come on. We've go. been through this storm. We've seen but, this movie plenty of times. I know, but all things equal, looking at the path, you know, Jacksonville's probably going to have maybe some rain. <laughs> maybe some rain anyway. Roger's loving it this morning. Like, what's so funny anyway? <laughs> The poor people who are there normally in the evening waking up at this time in the morning. Now they feel my pain. All right. You got me up for this. Hey, good morning, my friends. The uh, three fastest hours anywhere in morning talk radio. We'll bring you the humor and entertainment all set and ready to go. It is Ed Dean, Roger Henderson right here on talk radio. WBOB. Here is the latest on Tropical Storm Elsa from the Weather Channel. It is forecast to be a strong tropical storm and will continue up into northern Florida uh, near that I-10-75 interchange, then into southeast Georgia and eventually into South Carolina. So plenty of rain and wind. Also, there are tropical storm warnings all the way into north central Florida, southern Georgia, and tropical storm watches have been extended now up into South Carolina. And if any serious problems happen, WBOB. I'm thinking of all the other radio stations we got. (laughs) WBOB will be covering everything right here. Shootings, massive amount took place over the 4th of July weekend in many major cities. The U.S. sees a deadly 4th of July weekend. The holiday weekend brought over 450 shooting incidents, leaving more than 150 people dead. That is from Fox News. As a recent poll from ABC News points out, that President Biden is underwater when it comes to the issue of handling crime. A poll that just came out between ABC News and WAPO that indicated that 48% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of the rising crime across the country. Only 38% actually approve. Fox legal analyst Emily Compagno out there. Infrastructure package again may see the light of day. Now this is in the U.S. House as around 58 bipartisan, 28E, of excuse me 59 of those 28 each on the democratic and republican side say that they will not go along with both of the hierarchy in the republican and or on the democratic side they're ready to support a more moderate version of an infrastructure package the house problem solvers caucus has endorsed a senate infrastructure framework that framework spending more than a trillion dollars over eight years was agreed to by a bipartisan group of senators and president biden Bill text has not yet been released. It's unclear if the proposal has the 60-vote supermajority needed to overcome a Senate filibuster. Democratic leaders are insisting the bipartisan deal be coupled with a larger spending plan that could be passed without Republican support. The Problem Solvers Caucus is made up of 58 House members equally divided between Democrats and Republicans. That is reporter Jared Halperin. The vaccines that have been promoted by the Biden White House with mass Vaccine promotion is no longer taking place. Now the president says he wants to promote a more door-to-door plan in community neighborhoods. 
President Biden's COVID team is shifting away from mass vaccinations, drilling down on a door-to-door effort to urge more Americans to get a shot amid concern about faster spreading variants of the virus. Fox News Radio, Lisa Brady, on the issue of back-to-school sales taking place, some of them will happen, but according to a new study, rise of the cost of goods has increased and more people than last year expect to spend more money. The back-to-school shopping season may be weeks away, but parents may want to start preparing for higher prices now. The average spending per student is expected to be as much as $270. That's according to a survey by accounting firm KPMG. That's $20 more than last year. Now, parents are preparing to pay up as prices on items from clothing to notebooks are on the rise. Spending on preschool and college-bound students will be up the most. That is Fox affiliate KMVU. We've talked about it before, and it looks like it may happen this fall. The U.S. military may require all service members to get the COVID vaccine shot. The U.S. military may soon require all service members to get vaccinated against COVID, and not everyone is supportive of the plan. Military branches are reportedly getting ready to make the shots mandatory when the Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to the vaccines. Some Republican lawmakers are pushing back on the requirement for members of the armed forces. A poll conducted in May by the group Blue Star Families found that most military service members are already vaccinated or plan to be. The debate over whether to demand the armed forces get vaccinated fits into a larger national conversation about whether COVID shots in general should be required for work and travel. Many Republicans oppose making the shots mandatory, while some Democrats argue the requirements would get life back to normal faster. That is from the Washington Examiner, Sarah Westwood. More coming up next. A lot of stories. We're going to get to it. Nine minutes after 6 a.m. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Beach Boulevard headed west right at Huffman. You'll add an extra two or three minutes. And if there's anything you see, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is headed our way. Expect high winds and heavy rains with thunderstorms. Our high today, 81. Right now, it is 75 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Donate at caninesforwarriors.com. The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, Jackie, did the Gomez files come in? For Lucy's law firm, finding the perfect Spanish-speaking paralegal feels like an unwinnable case. The case documents are in Spanish. My Espanol is too rusty for this. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. 
Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. A plumbing problem is an immediate problem. You can't wait around for a convenient time for a plumber to stop by. Roland Reich Plumbing is Jacksonville's award-winning, get-it-done-right-away plumber. Call as soon as you see a problem. Call 904-260-7059. Whether the problem is large or small, routine or a middle-of-the-night emergency, Roland Reich Plumbing is standing by to get it done right, on time, and at the right price. Call 904-260-7059. Your friends and neighbors have relied on Roland Reich Plumbing for years. Roland's motto is, have a leak? No need to wait a week. Call Roland Reich Plumbing at 904-260-7059. Check them at plumbingjacksonville.com. Make Roland Reich Plumbing your plumber. Gives you peace of mind knowing somebody's standing by ready to help you 24-7. Roland Reich Plumbing, 904-260-7059. Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A bipartisan group in the U.S. House agrees with the Senate proposal of a more watered-down infrastructure package with a cost of only $1 trillion. A new survey of 1,000 households shows parents are expecting to spend 32% more this year on back-to-school items as prices rise on backpacks to clothing items. And the Washington Examiner reports this fall the U.S. military may require all service members to get the COVID vaccine. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831 0600 or email ed at wbob.com am 600 and 101.1 fm wbob hey it's good to have everybody with us ed dean roger henderson let's get to the news so roger it's now after the fourth of july i wanted to play this clip because i want to set this up is crime going to be the big issue with voters coming up in 2022 listen to this story from fox news the U.S. sees a deadly 4th of July weekend. The holiday weekend brought over 450 shooting incidents, leaving more than 150 people dead. Okay, that happened in many major cities. I mean, if it's not happening in your city, is crime really a problem? Well, it could depend on, you know, the city you live in, the state, and maybe eye of the beholder out there. Right. There is a poll out by ABC News and the Washington Post. ABC poll finds that most do not approve of President Biden's handling of crime. No, to all my liberal listeners, no, I, I couldn't wait to get on the air and say that. No, 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 no. I don't want to see crime as an issue, okay? If you want to talk about the environment, you can have that debate. Roads ain't getting done. That, not on the issue of crime. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the number of people, this is what's interesting here. The number of people seeing crime as a serious problem in the U.S., according to ABC News polls, oh, it gets better, by the way, here, as far as more in-depth uh, uh, the numbers here. It is at a 20-year high, Okay. And the majority of voters say President Biden is not handling the situation properly. Fox legal analyst Emily Compagno. 
poll that just came out between ABC News and WAPO that indicated that 48% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of the rising crime across the country. Only 38% actually approve. Okay, so the president's underwater on dealing with the issue of crime. Let's break down the polls here one more, just a little bit further. 75% in the national survey said violent crime would be reduced by increasing funding to build economic opportunities in poor communities. I think if you reward that, I would agree with that. I think we funded a lot of those in poor communities. And what do we have in return? Well, we've got more crime, unfortunately. I think there needs to be more economics in these communities. That'll change the crime around. Exactly. And you know what surprises me is that, you know, so many people, you know, hold the president responsible for fixing every little I'm problem. I'm with you on that. You know, my, the, my next door neighbor is not, you know, mowing their lawn the way they ought to. So I'm mad at the president for I'm it. with you. When it's the HOA and your next door neighbor's yeah, issue. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, is, yeah. is crime, local crime, is that a federal issue? Roger, I would go with you on that one because they would blame Trump. Um, I think if you look at how the president's approach of dealing with it, I wouldn't agree with it, but I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. This is not all the president's fault. Yeah. So as a conservative, I got we got to call it the way it is. I'm right. not going to throw this on Biden out there. But this is where it got interesting. Fifty. This is, again, the ABC News Washington Post. <clears throat> 55% think increased funding for police departments would reduce violent crime. 51% say the same about stricter enforcement of existing gun control laws. So that's in that margin of error. In other words, mm-hmm. I would assume if you look at the old days, those numbers would be upper 50s into the low 60s. Oh, we got to have more gun control. We need to enforce it. When you only have 51% say if you just enforce it. In other words, I don't think, I think the gun control argument is not gaining any more argument for the yeah. liberal left. That's not, how I'm looking at not it. Not gaining a whole lot of traction. I certainly agree with that. And, you know, but again, a gun control law, that's, those are state laws. Yeah. You know, there's a different gun control uh, statutes on the book in Florida than you would have in New York City. Here's what Molly Hemingway with the Federalist said. She says, and this might be a, a plausible argument, that... The reason why all of these crimes have increases have increased is because because of all of the movement to defund the police. See if many of you buy into this. We have a violent crime surge that is hitting cities nationwide, and we already kind of know what to do about crime. It requires policing. It requires putting police in neighborhoods where crime is being committed. Unfortunately, for the last year and a half, elites have pushed a defund the police narrative, have basically tried to wage war against policing in America, and the repercussions Cushions of this, the results of this, or that people are dying, being killed, or being victims of other violent crimes. I like Molly Hemingway, but let me, you correct me or I'm wrong. We saw a lot of this after George Floyd. The defunding police, I, I know, took, as they say, the mantra. They took they wore the mantle a few weeks after that, right? Mm-hmm. I think when you look at certain states, it's not crime is not happening in every major city, but the overall majority of voters view it as a top issue, okay? And what I'm getting at is that is the funding the police. The biggest reason why we're seeing crime increase. I don't know if I would buy into that. I think you got a lot of ridiculous bail reform out there. Mm-hmm. We're not properly putting these guys away for a long time. I think, and by the way, criminals in many cases, you assume would know the legal system probably better than some of the lawyers out there. You know what? They probably do because, you know, if they're a career criminal, you know, that's their line yeah. of work. So they, they certainly understand <clears throat> that. Even though there have been a lot of cries for defunding the police and very, very alarming to a lot of people who don't think the police do need to be defunded, the defunding, the actual defunding of police departments have been very minimal around the country anyway. Yeah, but it's been it's happened in, in some of the other cities very, out west. Very select but, few cities. You can count yeah. probably on one or two hands. Are you ready for 
for this. Is there a Latino cultural identity crisis? Way do you get a load of this? Former Hillary Clinton Deputy Press Secretary uh, Paula Romas was on MSNBC. And listen to what she says because you do know that Trump did better in Latinos in Florida than he did in 2016. Mm-hmm. And overall in many other states. Right. And right now when you look at some of the numbers out there, Latinos are not supporting all the Democrats. So she says, oh, if the Latinos aren't supporting Democrats, there must be an identity crisis. <laughs> but it gets better. She says, Latinos are confused. They don't know if they want to move closer to becoming more of a whiteness or should they move away from whiteness in order to be successful. I'm telling you, folks, I do not make this stuff up. Is that there is a cultural identity crisis that we are undergoing as a community that is completely splitting and dividing Latinos. And in this crisis, you have on the one hand, Latinos that believe that in order to achieve the American dream, you have to get as close as possible to whiteness. And on the other hand, you have Latinos that believe that in order to achieve the American dream, you have to get as far as possible from whiteness. And that is a dilemma that I don't think we have seen clearly. Really? Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I know percentages of those in South Florida that are Cuban are more successful than many white people that I know. Yeah. So I don't know what do you mean you got you got to become more whiteness in order to be yeah. successful. That doesn't make sense. The unspoken narrative that she's trying to communicate is Tell that me. left politics, left leaning politics owns the Latino heritage uh, uh, label. So unless you are you know falling in line with with the leftist agenda, you know those on the left, the Democrats, then you have abandoned your your heritage as being Hispanic. And you know uh, many people argue that's simply not the case. Wait, wait. So I mean, now I understand. Hey, if 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 moderates mm-hmm. and conservatives or progressives, their yeah. identity crisis. Right. I, I get the yeah. you, the you, title of the story. You but- cannot be a conservative, apparently, which he's trying to imply. If you uh, want to maintain your your heritage as a Latina, yeah, or Latina. I just find the whiteness thing more interesting. Yeah. That I mean, are you kidding <laughs> me? You you got to become more white in order to succeed. Uh, Go down to South Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would buy into that. All right. Here's more. The, uh, here's National Journal's Josh Krosheimer says that Florida setting all the trends when it comes to voting for the country. In fact, he even says that if you look at the Latino community, they're leaning more Republican. Well, look, big picture, Florida is one of the most important states on, on the political map. You know, it exemplifies the trends that we're seeing more broadly in politics. Hispanic voters in Florida moving a little bit more Republican than a lot of folks expected. The big suburban populations in Tampa, Orlando, Miami, Jacksonville that are so crucial to winning national elections. And also just sort of the, the base, the Trump base, which is, is, is very much uh, you know, important for any Republican candidate in Florida. That that's also a big part of that Florida equation. You know, it's kind of interesting if you look at the if you look at the state. Now, some of my conservative friends will say, "Well, Ed, Florida went for Trump." I I agree, but if you look at the big metropolitan cities, Jacksonville they didn't, Tampa they didn't, Orlando they didn't, Miami they didn't. But if you look at other areas of the state, where even you have an increase in Northwest Florida. Taylor County near Tallahassee. Now, Tallahassee is extremely liberal, but a lot of those got more Democrats, and they all voted for Trump yeah. because they're more conservative. So you are seeing some of this, and you got he, he's right about Latinos moving forward. By the way, the Latinos are not all Cuban out there. Yes. Okay. Don't get that all, you know, that because they all may have a certain last name, they all may sound the same, doesn't mean that they all think the same. And that's a mistake that a lot of people make. You know, you, yeah. you put that Latina, a Latino <coughs> label on anyone who speaks Spanish or is from Latin America, and you automatically assume that, you know, they're all alike. Cubans are conservative. Right. So here's the big question, Rog. You're going to like, I, I always set these up because Roger knows how to nail out of the ballpark. <laughs> Is the goal for Republicans to infiltrate more of the big cities 
or is the goal of the Democrats to infiltrate more of rural America in order to get that support? Hmm. Or is it, Roger, I save that one for you. Well, you know what? I, I believe that uh, the warm market will probably be the rural areas, I would think, you know, but, you know, I, I think everyone needs to earn everyone's vote. I agree. I don't think that anyone should take anyone's vote for granted, any of the political parties. So if that's the need that the Republican Party, they need to go after it. They need to, you know, make their case to those living in urban areas, <coughs> you know, uh, for, for, for those that uh, espouse conservatism, you know, make your point, you know, tell them what you stand for. And if you're on the left... You know, I don't necessarily Think, agree with you, but, you know, make yeah. the point to who you need I mean, to reach. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. a, a Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. and Antifa movement isn't going to sell in, I don't know, Ocala, Florida, okay? But then again, I don't know if a Trump party may sell in certain parts of Orlando. So it's, you just got to look at the demographics. All right. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson. Coming up on uh, 24 minutes after 6 a.m. Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Beach Boulevard headed west right at Huffman. You'll add an extra two or three minutes. And if there's anything you see, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is headed our way. Expect high winds and heavy rains with thunderstorms. Our high today, 81. Right now, it is 75 degrees. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Your summer camping headquarters seven days a week is A Army Navy Depot, San Juan and Blending. A Army Navy Depot is Jacksonville's only military surplus store with 4,000 square feet of camo clothes, boots like Rothko, Original SWAT, Altima and Proper, shorts, tanks and tees, kids' clothes, plate carriers and plates and more. Check out the survivor needs, military flags and pens, security, DOC and first responder gear. Gift cards available, A Army Navy Depot, 4721 San Juan Avenue at Blanding. Satisfy your comfort food desires at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. From Florida's best fried chicken to ramen and more, Hangar Bay Cafe is open seven days a week. Dine in or order online at HangarBayCafe.com for pickup or DoorDash delivery. Support your local veteran-owned restaurant through these challenging times. You're always welcome at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. For pickup and DoorDash delivery, visit HangarBayCafe.com. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, they're the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today, 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at KuhnFlowers.com. Kuhn Flowers, making memories since 1946. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show breaking down the big July 4th weekend. Did it feel normal? Did you burn your mask and have a good hot dog? I hope so. Plus, did the Democrats realize that they need to back away from some of the craziest left-wing policies they've been talking about in recent weeks? We'll talk about their strategy and more coming up on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB.
The back-to-school shopping season may be weeks away, but parents may want to start preparing for higher prices now. The average spending per student is expected to be as much as $270. So that's uh, that's a Fox affiliate uh, KMVU. So I guess the inflation costs are also happening at the schools. Thank goodness for some would say that back-to-school sales holiday, which is going to end up kicking up here probably, if not later this month, into the uh, first week in August. Yes, exactly. So, so anyways, <laughs> you know, all the prices are continuing to rise there as well. Remember last year, it was all electronics. Now it's back to the schools. It's going to be all the clothes. Exactly. And you know what? This yep. is my new COVID dress. And a lot you of- breathe on it, and it's, it, it refuses. <laughs> It's got vaccine. It's it's made by Moderna. Interestingly, a lot of people who don't have kids in school take advantage of that as well. Yeah. Because they don't ask you whether or not you have a student in class. They just say, do you want to buy this new computer or get this outfit? You know? You know, <laughs> I, 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 for those of you listening, I got a lot of questions I want to ask in a moment. But uh-huh. uh, if you're a parent... Uh, now, we know that within the next two months before or the next month and after school starts back up, I don't think we're going down the road of forced vaccinations. I think that's a big issue. There are heavily encouraging them folks i'm not a fan of all that if you want to get your kid vaccinated that's your business i'm not knocking it if you don't want to get it that's your business i'm not knocking it all right it's called choice having said this uh the 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 mask to me i'm sorry the critical race theory is not the top issue right now it's about are we going to keep the schools open number one if the delta virus rises going to shut them back down are they going to force you to wear a mask and and this, are they going to force your kid to get a vaccine yeah this could change and then i'm just saying we've seen things change here but i wonder if we're going to see, Raj, more parents send their kids to a private school. Hmm. That's the question. All right. Yeah, more school choice options. Uh, probably a lot will. Here's the question I'd like to ask you this morning at 904-831-0600. The president says they want to do a door-to-door campaign like the U.S. Census to promote vaccines. I'm not, I don't know if they're walking. No one's been specific on this. Are they going to walk around with a doctor with a needle? Yeah, that's a good question. So, so <laughs> no, no I, I, that's all pass. Um, the question is, do you support this? Is this the right way to go? Number two, they say this fall, the next few months, all required members, all members of the U.S. military will be mandated to carry the vaccine. Do you support that? And do they have to take the vaccine? That's the other question. If a U.S. service military member, do you have to take it? And is the rise in crime in many major metropolitan cities, is it because of the defund the police movement? Do you buy that too? Love to hear your views. 904-831-0600. Ed at WBOB.com. Talk Radio. AM 600. 101.1 FM. WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Tropical Storm Elsa is lashing parts of Florida's Gulf Coast with high winds and bands of heavy rain as it draws closer to landfall That's expected north of Tampa, possibly around mid-morning. The storm not making life any easier for search and rescue crews still working in the debris of the collapsed condo tower in Surfside. The death toll, 36, 109 people missing. The bodies of more than a dozen people have been recovered from the wreckage of a plane crashed yesterday in the far eastern region of Russia. President Biden will be visiting Illinois today, making a pitch for spending priorities not included in the huge bipartisan infrastructure agreement. Reports out of Haiti that that country's president has been assassinated at his home. Wall Street Dow futures up 13 points. More details at srnnews.com. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. 
Elsa to be a problem for the local area throughout the day. Heavy rain, flooding, gusty winds, isolated tornadoes and waterspouts are possible, along with rough seas and surf along the beaches. It's forecast that river surge in the St. John's River and its tributaries could get one to two feet, but there is no storm surge expected along the Atlantic coast. There is concern over flooding in some Duval County neighborhoods. It remains high as Elsa moves closer. Avondale resident Leslie Dean. If it's high tide, much like it was with Irma, um, we do get water. Sometimes that will come out of the canal, but our street will flood, and sometimes we'll have standing water because the drains can't work if the tide's too high. City workers spent Tuesday rushing to clear storm drains. Along the Gulf Coast, the mayor of Gulfport, Sam Henderson, says the storm surge there is of particular concern. If your car is in three feet of water or four feet of water, your car is not going anywhere. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Are you worried about working till you drop, losing your job, or not being able to retire? Lifestyles Unlimited members learn how to leave those worries behind. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show and discover life-changing information, like the principles we use to provide for our families and run our businesses, why you should have real estate in your portfolio, five ways real estate makes you money, and a whole lot more. Weeknights at 9 on WBOB, AM 600, and FM 101.1. The Answer. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We're still looking at pretty smooth roads for the most part, but there is a bit of slow traffic on Blanding Boulevard headed north, right at Kingsley Avenue. You'll add about three extra minutes, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall today in Florida, bringing with it high winds and heavy rains. The high today, 81. Right now, 75 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. An ABC News Washington Post poll finds most voters see crime as a serious problem in the U.S. and don't approve of how President Biden is handling it. The Biden White House is backing away from mass vaccinations and instead plans on promoting vaccines by going door to door. And as Tropical Storm Elsa makes its way to the state, northeast Florida and Georgia can expect some storm flooding, heavy rain, and isolated tornadoes. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up later this morning, we got some uh, brand new podcasts ready to go. We try to remain semi-ELSA-free. Uh, anyways, why there's 30 reporters covering 20-mile-an-hour storm winds coming in the Jackson. <laughs> nice, breezy day to go for a by, by the way, real quick, yeah, by the way, can I, can I set this up? Roger and I have been news guys for many years. This is not done at the behest of the reporters. This is done at the behest of your program manager. And this is like, you got a program director, and many mm-hmm. of them are pretty cool. Some, you know, you can debate. But anyway, uh, I get along with ours, but we always have these conversations. But they know what's going to take place, mm-hmm. and it's all about the rate. I'm sorry, folks. This is all manufactured. I mean, how many of y'all get, here's the question. How many of y'all taking the day off because of the storm? How many, can you imagine, <laughs> how many of y'all get your sandbags ready in Jacksonville? How many of you evacuated and you're listening online? Folks, we got worse flooding last week. <laughs> I mean, my hunting property's I mean, got more out, water than I've seen in all year. I'm looking out the window right now, and had I not known from all the news coverage that we have a tropical storm on the way, honestly, I wouldn't have <coughs> known. It's a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> just a little overcast. Yeah. So, anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Anyway. All right. More coming up next right here on Talk Radio WBOB.
All right, let's continue on with the news. I want to play one of the clips here. Stephen Moore is one of my favorite. We've had him on the show several times. Well-known economist was also the Trump economist as well, Heritage Foundation, Freedom Works, a lot of other guys out there. Um, the rise in wages, which is very unfortunate because it is and it is not done by the marketplace, which means the free marketplace. Unfortunately, it's all done by the government. The government shuts down the economy. We got things sent back up because it's got nowhere but to go back up. There was a demand in gas prices, a lot of it because of the demand of people getting back on the road. But unfortunately, that a lot of it has to, some of it has to do with the government as well. Prices going back up. And then we have the unemployment benefits, which is all unfortunately been done by the federal government. Listen to this clip. He makes a very accurate uh, comment here, Roger. He says that the big companies like Amazon and Walmart can absorb the hiring labor costs and the ex- increase in the labor costs. But what all of this is hurting is the small business person. Extra unemployment benefits have had exactly the negative effect on the economy. Now, one of the positive things is that you are starting to see some wage increases to get more of these workers in back into jobs. And I'm in favor of that. I think it's good when workers get higher pay. There's two quick problems with that, though, in this current situation. One is because inflation is rising so rapidly, the wages may not even be keeping up with the higher prices. So for workers, they might may not even be getting a real purchasing <coughs> power increase in their pay. And the second problem is, you know, if you're Amazon or your Walgreens or Walmart or Target with a huge workforce and huge amounts of profits, you can afford to pay workers more. Right. The businesses that are really suffering right now are the small mom and pop shops and the and the restaurants that maybe have eight or ten employees that really can't raise their wages and and these higher uh, wages would require a lot of them to just go out of business. All right, so uh, I mean, we could spend a half hour just in this. The bottom line is, he's exactly correct. The bigger companies can absorb all of this. This kind of goes back to the Obamacare argument back in 2011 when it was passed, and of course the employer mandate, which none of the Republicans ever focused on, unfortunately. The bigger companies can absorb all this. The smaller companies cannot. Hence, you saw many of those being knocked down to part-time. This is another example. The government comes in, unemployment benefits, we're going to extend them, at least the Democrats want to talk about it, after September. Goody two-shoes motives. You know, yeah. They're really trying to help mom pay her, you know, her, her rent that month. Oh, if the economy's turned around so good because of the government. Oh, but we're, <laughs> we're putting small businesses out because they can't get certain loans. We're putting small businesses out because now they got to pay her with a higher inflated cost, unfortunately due to many policies with the unemployment benefits from the government out there. So I think this is, just, this is a good economics lesson out there. Mm-hmm. The bigger companies, the too big to fail, can absorb it, like Dodd-Frank. Dodd-Frank, J.P. Chase Morgan, uh, Citigroup, they all can absorb the regulations. It's the 300 smaller banks in the South that all got shut down because it was a one-size-fits-all. So I think that was just kind of an interesting take out there. But I don't know. Uh, it, it, here's the, the big next big debate coming up in September, Raj, mm-hmm. is when this comes back up, uh, I mean, now we got the child tax credits going into place. Now the credit. Now the question is: Are we going to extend unemployment benefits? I don't think they're going to. To be <clears> frank <throat> with you, I think the the liberals in Washington they just want to ex- put some extra money in the in the back pockets of average middle class and lower class people uh, who don't really have the money right now because of quote COVID. Uh, but they don't want people not to go back to work. The the, the difference between the child tax credits that we're they're getting or will be getting soon and unemployment with unemployment benefits you lose it if you go to work with the child tax credits yeah. you don't lose it if you go to work. Here's a story we been talking about over the last few months we got a lot of input from listeners out there but it seems that the um the military this year uh i believe in the fall they're talking about is going to mandate require that all military service personnels must get the covid vaccine shot now some of those on capitol hill 
especially among the Republican aisles, say they want to pass legislation to oppose that. Here's the latest from the Washington Examiner's Sarah Westwood. The U.S. military may soon require all service members to get vaccinated against COVID, and not everyone is supportive of the plan. Military branches are reportedly getting ready to make the shots mandatory when the Food and Drug Administration grants full approval to the vaccines. Some Republican lawmakers are pushing back on the requirement for members of the armed forces. A poll conducted in May by the group Blue Star Families found that most military service members are already vaccinated or plan to be. The debate over whether to demand the armed forces get vaccinated fits into a larger national conversation about whether COVID shots in general should be required for work and travel. Many Republicans oppose making the shots mandatory, while some Democrats argue the requirements would get life back to normal faster. Okay, so there's a lot you could spend another half hour on this one. Military law is not the same as the law that you and I Right. It's usually a little bit stricter. The requirements. Oh, very much stricter. Yeah, the, which I like. I like the military law a lot more. So it, I think the Dems are making a wrong kind of correlation. Well, mm-hmm. if it's going to be good for the military, it should be good for everybody else. I'm sorry. I don't buy into that. But there's some things the military does. I wish, for example, on getting people, you know, their mm-hmm. act together. Uh, when it comes to life, the military does many of, of a better job than some of the our school counselors would do. Mm-hmm. Having said that, uh, forced vaccination, I, I don't think. The military members have a choice. They don't. I, I, I mean, they do they? To, they have to obey every law, you know, every order from the, from their commanding you know, commanding officers and those over them. They have to have no choice. It's national security. They sign on the dotted line. They, right. They'll do everything up to give their life. So interesting on this one. By the way, Roger, you know, I always unless pull, they want a dishonorable. So I always pull out weird clips. Here is uh, here's the author of the book, How to Be an Anti Racist. What's his name? Bream X. I Bream X. Kendi, whatever his name is. I, I had to find this clip here. It was on MSNBC. Anybody with the letter X in their name, I think it's ought to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> Good touche. Um, Terminator. Ter- that's right. From Public Enemy. Um, here we go. Uh, the military has a white supremacist problem. I had to, I had to play this clip. Here it is. And, and the fact of the matter is, is, is American armed forces have a, have a white supremacist no. problem. No, and and the leaders have recognized that. And those leaders have decided that the way in which you address that issue is by teaching people to be anti-racist, by teaching right. people to recognize the racial groups as equal. Well, wait a second. First of all, is this guy in the military? No. Oh, heck no. You think he would say that and be in the military? I completely disagree with everything he said. If anything has been, uh, any institution in the U.S. culture has been anti-racist, it's been the military. Yeah. You know, ever since World War II and, and, the, uh, and the, the Tuskegee Airmen, and, and you think of all the hero- acts of heroism, it was the military that really led desegregation in the United States. Yeah. Because they looked at the heroism of their, of their fellow Americans of all races and said, these guys just saved my life. I'm not going to be racist anyway. That's happened, and that's why so many black people joined the military, because that's why many of them, you know, going from World War II up until maybe the 70s or 80s, because they knew they could get a fair shake in life. Yeah. Colin um, Powell said the same ha- thing. Having said that, all of these chief master sergeants that are black that you and I have been able to meet on many of our gatherings uh-huh. and retired military, right? does that mean it was because of a white supremacist that allowed you... I mean, I'm, I'm being facetious because we see more of those in the black community making a career out of the military, being very mm-hmm. successful. If you, if the military was white supremacist, they would not allow that, if would they, you, Raj? If you are really concerned about how racist America is, the one place you can go where you will not be affected by that would be the U.S. military. Anybody in uniform would agree with me. I'm, I, I agree with you, Raj. Hey, okay. Raj, I didn't realize the 4th of July was a racist weekend. 
How many have all been catching the news? Oh, yeah, I couldn't wait to play this clip either. Here's a Fox News Anita Vogel where one of the squad members, Corey Bush, said the it's the flag. Even the, even the media, the Washington Post and the New York Times came out and criticized the flag. Listen to this clip. While President Biden struck a theme of unity in his 4th of July address from the White House, some lawmakers seized the opportunity to air their grievances over what they call a segregated holiday. Like this tweet from squad member Congresswoman Cori Bush of Missouri. When they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, the freedom they're referring to is for white people. Mm. This land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. And a number of major newspapers featured these headlines with the New York Times suggesting the flag is a quote 4th of July symbol of unity that may no longer unite and this perspective from the Washington Post asking readers to wonder if maybe it's time to admit that the Statue of Liberty has never quite measured up oh my word I mean I was like you know what I know Roger's shaking his head up Roger these clips need to be played I mean the 4th of July is racist. Let me play one clip from our good friend, <laughs> our good friend, Roger's best friend, Clay Travis, radio talk show host, says if it's such a racist country, why is everybody trying to get in then? But there are thousands of people every single year, Africa, Europe, Latin America, Asia, who are dying to get into the United States of America. If we were such a fundamentally unfair and racist country, why are all of those people so desperate to leave their countries behind and come here? Roger, is it just safe to say we just laugh at these comments and just move on? You know what? Honestly, you can't help but to laugh. You know, yeah. but it's good that we know that they're these are what's being said out there, and I'm happy they're making idiots of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ignore it, but you got to got to make you got to make fun of these people, my friends, mm -hmm. because these are the people that want to run your lives. All right. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson. I've got some friends who are either military currently or maybe retired recently. I want to ask them. Do I've never asked them this before. Is it racist in, in the military? Did you experience a racist situation or experience when you served in U.S. Special Forces? Yeah. Because if you did, you'd get out, wouldn't you? Well, or some, you have a massive lawsuit. Well, some of them, you know, have gotten out, you know, but they seem to be very patriotic. You know, I don't think that that's the case. I've got a couple of friends I'm going to call. Today. Just call them and ask them. All right. <laughs> Come more coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard headed south right at 295. You'll add about three extra minutes there and be aware as our roads are getting wet from the storm. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall today in Florida, bringing with it high winds and heavy rains. The high today, 81. Right now, 75 degrees. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state, supports more than 100,000 jobs, and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at EvergladesFoundation.org. 
Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed with the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat. It takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. You know, the thing I can tell you about my dog is... His eyes have that perfect amount of judgment, but also that perfect amount of love. And no matter what I do, he just looks at me like I'm either an idiot or I'm the best thing in the world. Uh, He's my cranky old man, and I love him. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. Nolan Ryan has just pitched his seventh career no-hitter. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink Le Blue bottled water every day. Le Blue is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love Le Blue, and yours will, too. If you want to hydrate like a Hall of Famer, ask for Le Blue Ultra Pure Bottled Water by name at your favorite retailer. Or go to LeBlue.com to have it delivered to your home, your office, or your church. That's LeBlue, L-E-B-L-E-U.com. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. Uh, I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. A new survey of 1,000 households shows parents are expecting to spend 32% more this year on back-to-school items as prices rise on backpacks and clothing items. The Washington Examiner reports this fall the U.S. military may require all service members to get the COVID vaccine. And a bipartisan group of in the U.S. House agrees with the Senate proposal of a more watered-down infrastructure package with a cost of only $1 trillion. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Matt Caldwell, former Florida State rep. He is a Fox Radio news analyst down in southwest Florida where he's getting 12 inches of rain, but who cares, right? You need it. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind if we didn't have any rain getting all that rain. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, it, rain's good for things, man. You need need little water for the ground. I That's needed to dry up, man, from a hunt season coming up in the next couple of months. <laughs> So anyway, I think it'll be fine by the fall. Trust me. Hey, let's get to a couple uh, with the, with the minutes we have. Um, there, so the I'm always fascinated by the poker debate. Uh, you know, because of the casino. You know, conservatives. Uh, you know, they, they don't want to. They, they want to leave it to the voters instead of taking a real issue on the whether or not they need to support it or not. Having said that, uh, there are some casino owners that are suing to invalidate uh, sports betting and all this other stuff. Uh, what is this, real quickly, what is this story about? Because they're, they've already passed to expand gambling in South Florida. Now there are lawsuits that want to prevent that. Explain that story real quick. 
Sure. So sports betting, you know, you you want to place a bet on who's going to win the uh, the football game over the weekend. <clears throat> the new compact allows the Seminole Indian tribe to conduct that business, and and it allows it based on the theory that the bet. Uh, even if you're placing it on your phone, sitting in your lawn chair there in Tampa, the bet is actually happening on the reservation, on their servers, uh, on the Indian land. And, and that's crucial because uh, the entirety of this compact deals with a gambling that takes place on the Seminole Reservation, not gambling that takes place outside of the reservation. And so that's easy for anything that happens physically in the casino but what about this world of online sports betting? Uh, the, the state of Florida, the compact says it's legal as long as the server is on the on the reservation. These casino, these paramutual owners, you know, the folks that have these different right. tracks around the state, they said no, that's that's crazy. If you bet on your phone, you're betting in your living room, you're betting off the reservation. That's what it's going to boil down to is is an interpretation. You know- uh, it's it's got shades of other issues. Look, you know, we the, the the legislature just passed the completion of the online sales tax. So for for the purpose of sales tax, you know, the legislature this session said it doesn't matter whether you're buying it from Timbuktu or from uh, downtown Jacksonville, you pay the tax because you bought it in your living room. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting dynamic you know, to play out in court. What's funny is, is I don't do, I've never done it. I don't do online sports betting. I don't get into it. I got better things to do with my money and things like that. What I find fascinating, I want to get to this gun issue here with this, with this numbers that came out from ABC News in a moment. Is what I tell Roger. What's funny about this whole argument is, it's almost like the flat tax versus the fair tax versus the liberal left or the progressive tax. You got all these groups out there that want a little piece of the pie in their own tax version of what they support. I like the fair. I like the flat tax. Having said that, the offshore gambling boats, the paramutuals here locally, and the online, they all don't agree on any of this stuff. They're all fighting against each other. So that's a fascinating debate. Here is the latest ABC News Washington Post poll where crime is a top issue in the last 20 years. It's the highest it's been in the last 20 years. Here's a clip from Fox legal analyst Emily Capagno, where the majority of voters don't trust Biden on this issue. poll that just came out between ABC News and WAPO that indicated that 48% of Americans disapprove of President Biden's handling of the rising crime across the country. Only 38% actually approve. Well, I mean, listen, let's just, just be honest. I don't blame the president for spikes that are increasing in crime in many of these cities. He can't control it. It's it's not his fault. I think on the maybe the logistics or the optics of it, they don't. Some of his verbiage maybe could be a little bit stronger. Then I would agree with him on that. Having said this, fifty-five percent say, "Hey, increased funding will reduce crime." But this is the one that caught my attention. You and I talk about this all the time. Fifty-one percent say that the stricter enforcement of, the, of existing gun laws would help prevent the crime. Now. This is what I'm getting at. 51%? In the old days, those numbers would have been in the upper 60%. I wonder if the gun control debate just isn't selling anymore. Yeah, it's not working anymore. You know, Ed, we've been listening to this gun control argument for 40 years, and eventually people start to look around and say, well, these big cities that have the strictest gun laws in America, Chicago, right. uh, New York, L.A., I mean, these are are basically, you know, burning down. When you get little girls killed in front of their parents in Times Square, it really blows up any liberal arguments that you just give us enough power and give us enough money and we'll make the world safe for you. And and normal people are going to look at it and say, no, uh, I I need to protect myself and my family. I'm not going to have something happen to my kid that happened uh, in that tragic uh, incident there in New York City. And, and I think that's where voters' minds are at right now. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And uh, it doesn't seem like things are going to get any better out there. So we'll see where, where these numbers well, not go. As long, not as long as Biden's uh, up there setting the tone. I do think politically uh, this is the albatross that's, that's hanging around the Democrat Party's neck. And when it comes to the election next year, it's going to be the issue that people vote on. You know, people vote on two things at the end of the day their job and and their security. Right. And if they they don't feel like they're safe in this country, they're going to blame the party that's in power, the party that's in the news every day, you know, telling us that that we don't know what's good for ourselves, that they're going to go out there and take care of us. I agree with you. Uh, Matt Caldwell, former state rep, Florida state rep, and uh, now he's a news analyst down uh, for Fox News Radio affiliates down in southwest Florida. Matt, stay dry, my friend. Good to talk to you. Always a pleasure, guys. All right, more coming up next as we continue to have fun this morning, making fun of the local reporters out there wearing <laughs> wearing their old school jacket that mom used to like the Morton Salt guy, where mom is putting because <laughs> be nice. We, I'm just kidding with you guys. I like a lot of these people anyway, but we do have in the listening area there are tornado warnings going on, so we yeah. are focusing on all this as yes. well. Coming up on 655 Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Our usual slow traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east right before San Pablo. As always, you'll add an extra four minutes there. And if there's anything you see, since we can't see it all, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to make landfall in Florida today, bringing with it high winds, heavy rains, and thunderstorms. The high today will be 81. Right now, it's 76 degrees. As a business owner, it's top priority that my office equipment and technology is top-notch. That's why I work with CFX Office Technology. Charlene here. Do you have reliable copiers and printers along with a secure scanning and document management solution? Call my friends at CFX Office Technology. CFX is a family business here in Jacksonville. They're helpful, professional, and always respond super fast to any issue. Trust me. Call them for your business needs. Visit cfxoffice.com, cfxoffice.com, and tell them Charlene sent you. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare, and what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 84455 Bible. That's 84455 Bible. 84455 Bible. Just think of the smell of the house after frying fish or cooking broccoli, changing the air conditioning to heat. These odors are germs. How does one eliminate this bacteria? Lamperger. Lamperger actually purifies and perfumes the air. This is not done by masking undesirable odor molecules, but by destroying them, leaving the air purified in just 20 minutes. Originally invented to kill bacteria in hospitals, these handsome lamps should be wherever germs flourish. Lamp Berger, available at Annabelle's of Orange Park. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Transmission problem? 
problems? Call Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where you get the work done right the first time by the experts. I'm Robin Sidbury, the owner. Our techs can service all makes and models, and we provide a nationwide warranty so you have the peace of mind knowing we solve your transmission troubles fairly and honestly and guaranteed nationwide. Call us at Action Transmission Specialist on Merrill Road, where quality counts. Get traction. Call Action at 744-0755. All right, Mort, man, we're back a little early. More coming up next uh, at the 7 a.m. hour, the latest. There's going to be an 8 o'clock, um, I guess, from the Weather Channel or the National Hurricane um, updates coming up at 8 a.m. They do it every three hours, so the latest there. Uh, we do have uh, tornado warnings, for example, at Columbia and Union County. That's some of our listening areas as well. So keep it tuned. If something does that, we'll do. We'll break that out. Also, continue to listen to other weather reports throughout the day. Some areas it's going to be bad. Other areas, folks, it's not going to be much more different than what sometimes we get on a normal Sunday or Saturday. Always the day you want off of, a, of an afternoon storm that comes in. It's pretty bad. So we'll keep you up to date on all of this. Latest poll numbers out there. The majority of Americans say that the president's not handling the crime situation. But is it really President Biden's fault? If crime goes up in many of these major cities, some of you would say, yes, uh, I'm one of these. I'd have to sit back and say, I don't really blame the president because the city council can't handle its crime situation. That's not President Biden's fault. I know some of my conservative friends don't like that, but that's just the way it is. More coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville, 101.1 FM W266 CX Fruitco. Talk Radio.